ethnicity. In fact, at this point, you know me so well, I think you might just owe me dinner. Now, all of this social categorizing you do when you hear someone speak is one of the most fundamental properties of human language. But we often spend much more time worrying about our subject-verb agreement or parts of speech. We typically don't realize the vast social work that language does for us or the valuable social capital that it provides us. But today, we're going to bring that aspect of language to the forefront. You'll learn how language variation is a crucial aspect of our physiological, psychological, and conceptual system. We'll see how this variation comes to be collectively meaningful and often socially powerful. Now, have you ever started a conversation with someone and then kind of decided you really didn't want to get to know them better, probably because of how they sounded? Well, you can thank your socialized speech habits for that. We tend not to realize how much information we get from other people without even actually knowing them. Just even overhearing someone's speech before we personally talk to them, we make big assumptions about their age, their gender, financial status, even their dateability. That's really remarkable. Just on the basis of a few overheard sentences, we decide whether this is a person we even want to get to know better. Now, this associative skill often does serve us very well. It allows us to recognize other people we may have a lot in common with, or, on the other hand, those we probably want to avoid. This probably saves us from a lot of lousy first dates or ill-suited friendships. Yet, it is also a very powerful tool we employ without giving too much thought to how we've come to possess it or how we use it as much for exclusion as for inclusion. Speech is a fundamental part of what allows us to live a collective experience. Talk helps us negotiate the social world that we live in and the actors in it, not just in what we say, but crucially, how we say it. It's through shared meanings established by being members of a collective community that we come to understand and operate in this world as really complex social beings. Speech is offering us a shortcut into determining who's like us and who isn't, who shares our background and who doesn't. At the same time, it can also shape our expectations and beliefs without our awareness of its sway. I want you to listen to two examples of different talkers. And what I want you to do while you're listening is to think about what impulses you have in terms of assigning some social memberships to these speakers. In other words, think about your gut reaction to what you hear. If you heard this on the street, what would you be thinking? Okay, so take this first voice, take a listen. Please call Stella. Ask her to bring these things with her from the store. Six spoons of fresh snow peas, five thick slabs of blue cheese, and maybe a snack for her brother Bob. We also need a small plastic snake and a big toy frog for the kids. She can scoop these things into three red bags and we will go meet her Wednesday at the train station. Now, reflecting on that voice, what was your reaction to it? Probably you could tell the speaker was, yeah, male, maybe not too young. Would you be likely to find him appealing as a job candidate if you were hiring? What do you think? Okay, now I want you to think about another voice. Let's consider the second voice, and again, your gut reaction. Take a listen. Please call Stella. Ask her to bring these things with her from the store. Six spoons of fresh snow peas, five thick slabs of blue cheese, and maybe a snack for her brother Bob. We also need a small plastic snake 
and a big toy frog for the kids. She can scoop these things into three red bags, and we will go to meet her Wednesday at the train station. Okay, what was your reaction to the second voice? Thoughts? Again, probably male, also not too young. But now, what else? What else did you hear? What else did you feel when you were listening to that? Well, I'm sure that given these two speakers, you probably had a much more visceral reaction to the second speaker compared to the first, right? You might also be more likely to give a job to the first speaker compared to the second, no? Of course, this would depend on your own dialect background. Now, studies that look at how speakers rate different voices on competence dimensions actually show that people are very quick to judge speaker abilities based on voice characteristics alone. Now, why based only on a voice might that be? What is this relationship between the language people speak